Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. One minute in front of 12 o'clock. It's a live imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. Tomorrow, you want to party with 710? Want to press the flesh? Join 710 ESPN, Teza, and White Claw tomorrow at Clearman's Galley for our Dodgers watch party. Clearman's Galley, great place. I think they have a framed picture of Mason up there. Do they really? After his last performance over there. <laughs> they should. We'll, they should have a picture of Slee's suit from the trial of century. Yeah, but, you know, Mason... Uh, I understand. Uh, the martinis. We'll be there from 5 to 8 p.m. Giving away prizes, tickets, and more. Clearman's Galley located 7215 Rosemead Boulevard in the city of San Gabriel. Special thank you to White Claw. White Claw delivers a wave of pure refreshment in a variety of flavors. Please drink responsibly. Hard seltzer with flavors. White Claw Seltzer Works, Chicago, Illinois. Speaking of San Diego, California, look at Slee. You can see him in his Padres hat at our YouTube channel. Just search ESPN LA on YouTube. And bam! <laughs> You get to watch the show live. That one got you. I made eye contact. You got to watch that if you're on YouTube. I was looking away. I could feel it coming. You have to go back. I averted my gaze, and I just sensed it. Best one you've ever had. Because I looked at you. And this one, uh, for streaming, you could go back, rewind it. You could pause it. You could see how you kind of push yourself back. That's pretty damn impressive. Because you don't want to do it right on the mic. No, no. No, that's impressive. distort. We don't want a distortion situation. Um, Are you nervous? About what? About the game tonight? No. Well, you guys do this. I got to go to a meeting. Travis, it's what continues now. <laughs> He's got more important oh, things good to do. We got good news. Real quick, yeah. before we get to the Dodgers. Uh, the Travis Lee community is back up. Um, uh, Alex Vartanian03 has reestablished the Travis Lee community. So if you want to So we're go starting rejoin, from scratch? I, I guess. I don't what know. What happened here? I, I, I'm not exactly sure, but it is back up. There are tags. Uh, I am in. Emily, have you joined? Yes, I have. Emily is in. Right. Um, Slee, you need to do. And Join her right now. Royalty Smith, have you joined? What the heck just happened? As here? we speak. All right, he's doing it right now. I, I don't know. And see, can I can I tell you a secret? Okay. This is why a lot of that stuff kind of just is not my cup of tea. Well, here's the thing. Because then when 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 the like, oh, this guy went away. It's like I, I don't have time to go through a Twitter thread of 600 tweets. To, That's why we should run it. To do well, be my guest. I, I tried to th- make a new one. I have no idea how to do it. I think Al just volunteered to do it. If okay, I heard I'll that look into it. Yeah, I'll look into it. You should be the administrator. Yeah, and see if I see if uh, Alex Vartanian can help you out with that. I can. I can link us up there. So you are asking if I'm nervous about the game tonight? Yeah. Uh, oh, can I be honest? Yeah. Where are you? I, I'm less nervous, literally, right now than I was two hours ago. And you know why? Because and you're going to think I'm kidding, and okay. this is hand to God. I believe this to be true. Yep. That the weirdness is happening right now leads me to believe that there's less likely to be additional weirdness later on. Okay, in a weird way, can I tell you on the other side of this that if you're the Padres, you're like, no, this this can't happen. No, we we can. It, it could happens all the time. A game you can walk away still. Listen, this is why I keeps I keep talking about game two and not game one. I you, listen. What was it? The Pirates that won. There was a a point this year. It was like they won five of six from the Dodgers. They beat the Dodgers five out of six Something times. Something like that, right? Okay, it's exactly that. So I know it could happen, and I know that's how baseball works, and I know funky things happen. But nothing can be more set up for the Dodgers. Game one, right? Mm-hmm. You haven't played in 
What was their last uh, regular last season? Last Wednesday. Okay. You've had the rest that you needed. You didn't have any meaningful games. You don't have to fight the same things. Maybe if you could say there's one thing that could hurt the Dodgers tonight, some rust. Okay, we haven't played in a meaningful game in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that, that could play against them potentially. Everything else is completely lined up. Padres kind of do have this, well, we got nothing to lose, so we'll just go out to Dodger Stadium, see what happens. It was 48 hours ago that they were in New York trying to just get to this point. So you, you kind of line all that stuff to line all that stuff up together. I could see Dodger fans kicking back tonight. Okay, let's watch them. Let's see what this series is going to look like. But I think Padre fans are almost the same exact way. It's like, I'm not walking to Dodger Stadium tonight thinking that the Padres are going to come up with a W. The Kershaw-Darvish thing tomorrow is a lot more interesting to me than tonight. Everything that you just described is a case for the Padres. You just made the case why the Padres are a really dangerous team tonight. I think the Dodgers are going to win. I think the Dodgers are the better team. They should win. But the case, everything you just laid out is why it's far from a slam dunk. Because the Dodgers, I, I disagree with one thing you said. They haven't played a meaningful game in a week. They haven't played a meaningful game in a year. Well, they haven't actually played a game. They haven't played a game in a week. A which means that I don't care how much live BP you yeah, take. Yeah, you can't simulate. I don't care yeah. how many times you're in the batting cage, mm-hmm. how much film you're watching. It's not the same thing as a major league pitcher trying to get you out. It's different. Sure. Okay, so you haven't seen a live pitch in a week. That's number one. This, we have nothing to lose, but guess what? We had nothing to lose in New York. We weren't supposed to win that either, and we did. And playing a lot of baseball, and especially when you are going well, when things are clicking the way that they're supposed to click, that blank is contagious, man. If you just say, hey, we're not supposed to win, but we keep due, there's this thing that's, that's why I think this game tonight is so incredibly important. If the Dodgers do what they probably should do, win this game 7-2. to Okay, mm-hmm. this series is over at that point. It's a wrap. If the Padres come in here and mess around, and it's four to four in the eighth inning, and they steal a game at the end, and that's like we were supposed to win that one. Let's keep it rolling. And now you're getting back in your rotation. The Dodgers, I think, will win tonight. They should win. All of the things that I've said a million times. What I'm saying is, the guy that has nothing to lose yeah. is a really okay, dangerous a guy. I got a question for you. A couple things. That one throws me off a little bit when you say if they win tonight, they're going to sweep. I think so. That one throws me off because this is the – I think it's the least likely of a game that the Padres would be can, in. Can I do a quick analogy? Mm-hmm. You, you run occasionally, right? You'll go for a jog. Yeah. And when you're running, sometimes you can run a lot further than you – because you just got that adrenaline, right? It's feeling – you keep going, I went a lot farther than I thought. But the second you stop, it's like, that's it. I cannot mm-hmm. start again. That's what the, the Padres are on that jog where every day, look, my wind is good, my ankles don't hurt, my knees are good. I'm going, yeah. I'm going, I'm going. And yeah. hey, look, I just went another mile. But the second you stop, yeah. it's like – God, my knee really does bother me a lot. But hey, we've got a guy that never beats the Dodgers pitching next. That's when all that stuff if, lands if you like lost, a lead balloon. And, and, and I get what you're saying there, but if you lost and it was your ace pitching, and I mean the Padres haven't had a home game since 2006. Game three is going to be in San Diego. There's kind of something to look forward to. You Darvish pitched great against the Mets. There's something to look forward to. You got some bats that are actually clicking mm-hmm. that were not clicking during the regular season. You got something to look forward to. I don't think game one – we're flipped. Game two determines the series for me. Not even determines the, the series. The Dodgers win is the it, series is over. Is it going to go further or is it not going to go further? Uh, that, that's how I look at it. We'll see what happens. Like if, for instance, if Grisham mm-hmm. – right? Let's say Grisham comes in and hits another no, one. If Padres won tonight, it's it's, no, no, a, it's not, a real thing. I'm not even saying it's a real thing. Win. I'm saying that if Grisham – Grisham batted 184 
I looked it up. It's the fourth worst batting average ever for somebody that had 400 <laughs> plate appearances. Home run off Scherzer, home run off DeGrom. Okay? So just weird in the universe. If we he shows Freddie up Freeman. tonight and has another night, because Machado's going to do what he does. Yep. Soto's going to do what he does. Like mm-hmm. Those guys, they're going to be about what they typically are. But if you get a Grisham who all of a sudden is like, sure. nobody can get Trent Grisham out, and it's like, that that lasts right, and then it just, like a switch, it's off. Mm-hmm. Corey Seager, a couple years ago for the Dodgers, different category because he's a much better player. No, I got Chris but Taylor, there are guys that will go, like that, will go into just, that streak. That's it, you can't get them out anymore. Okay, here, here's my question to you, because I feel like you are not taking this year and isolating this year. I feel like you are taking this year, and it's fair. You know, your life is based on previous experiences. And you're talking as somebody that has lived previous ex- – but you don't even have to look at this one. You're talking like somebody that's lived through previous experiences. I would think that Dodger fans would be out tonight that chest out and say, Potters, just, they don't got a shot. That's about – they just – It's not baseball. They just don't have a it's shot. It's just not – that's just but not let me works. let me finish this. Let me finish this. However, you've seen enough from this 10-year run where anyone can beat anybody. That you're watching the Dodgers in years where you're like, oh, this one's over. Kershaw's coming in. You're playing the Nationals. This thing's a wrap. And then pop, pop, it's a 3-3 game. That you've seen enough of these that I feel like the way you feel today is not isolated to this season and this roster. It's also isol- it, It's opened up to what you've seen over the past stretch of years. You, for sure. But I even if this were complete, if, say, the Dodgers, for whatever reason, had been a mediocre team for the last 10 years. Okay. You know, they're... They're finishing second and third in the division. They're a 500 team. They're not really in the playoffs. And all of a sudden, they popped off with a 111-win season. Mm-hmm. And they had the exact same players put together the exact same year. Mookie's a star. Freddie's a star. Trey's a star. All of these things are true. I'd feel the same way. I've just, I've just seen enough baseball to know that while the Dodgers should win, and I expect them to win, there is n- the, the guy with nothing to lose, the guy that has house money, however you want to characterize it, those You're making me feel better about the Padres. You're making me feel better about the Padres. The long if Julio goes out there, pop, pop, pop. First inning, yeah. Second inning, pop, pop, pop. That your enthusiasm for my theory will go away very quickly, mm-hmm. and especially if the if the if the Padres go out one, two, three, or they get a whatever, and the Dodgers score up, get a run in the first. They get two more in the third. They get one more in the fourth. Mm-hmm. It's four to nothing in the third inning. You're like. Yeah, that then then the better team then that's when you have to what you're saying about my chest like we're doing to you what we're supposed to do to you the gods haven't arrived quite yet mm-hmm. we're just gonna keep this thing rolling that's why I think if the Dodgers can get on a roll early I think they roll through them really quick but if you let the guy that's not supposed to be sure, here hang sure. around now all of a sudden weird. thinking to themselves maybe we can't catch lightning in a bottle tomorrow when um when it's Kershaw and Darvish yeah it, literally everything that you're if if the Dodgers are up one nothing in the series, and then Kershaw comes out tomorrow and it's like pop pop pop, and then you're in the second inning, pop pop pop, and Darvish, you know, by the time you're in the fourth, it's one. two to nothing, yeah, exactly. right? Just two to nothing. That's when I think you know things can obviously go off the rails. So Craig Kimbrell not on the roster for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Trinan is. I think that's the interesting part of the the Dodger postseason roster from a pitching perspective because Blake Trinan for all intents and purposes, has not played at all this season. He's pitched five innings. Um, and when he, he pitched very early in the season, they shut him down. He comes back very late in the season, and they shut him down right away. So how do you use him? Mm-hmm. Do, do you really – is he literally the ace in the hole where, all right, it's two to two, there's one out, 
there's a runner at third base and Manny Machado's coming up to bat, is that we say, okay, this is the spot where we need to get him. This is why he's on the roster because if he pitches tonight, he's not pitching tomorrow. If he pitches tomorrow, he's probably not pitching Friday. That you Even really, with that day in between? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe but you, you have to be very, very selective Cautious, yeah. on how you deploy him. Um, that he's on there, I think, means that they're going to deploy him in the moment they need him. The other part, Hanser Alberto, not on the roster despite being a part of the team all year long. Uh, Miguel Vargas... Had a pretty good September, and he, you know, he found his way onto the roster because he doesn't strike out a ton. He can play in the infield, he can play in the outfield, he can run a little bit. Just a, a more versatile player than Alberto. Yeah, I, I think you know when that roster was coming out, the questions were. I, I don't think it's anything earth shattering by any stretch of the imagination. And Dodgers have, they got so many weapons, right? And I, listen, the from a from a bullpen perspective, it's a fair question of who comes and closes a game, and you would wish that that was already solidified. I'll use the Padres as an example, and and let me tell you, Suarez and Hater, that's what you're. Gonna I get. know Hater has been better, but he still he still scares me. I know and he's, he's had up a run in like twelve outings. You should have seen how much he was getting shellacked. Oh, he's but, bad. But I think one of the things that they figured out, Hater, don't pitch him two days in a row, which. As a closer in the playoffs, you might need to pitch two days in a row, but sure. he's much different in that situation. I feel like for the Dodgers, every guy that they used during the regular season is available. They got to 111 with, with these dudes. So, look, you can sit back. If I'd have told you before the season started, Bueller's not going to be a part of a 111-win season. You'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? You know about? what he is going to be a part of? He's going to be in the broadcast. The broadcast, booth. I saw that. that. Am I crazy or is that super weird? That he's not that he's doing it, but that he's doing it while his team is in the series. It's interesting. It's, it's I, I'm odd. I'm curious. I, I a if I were Walker, I wouldn't want to do it. I would be too nervous. I would be too invested in what's going on out there to want to make you know. He signed a deal with, with Apple. In there. It's very strange <laughs> for one year. When I saw that, I'm like, well, that's odd. I don't I don't love it, if I'm being 100% honest, because what's he going to add to it? He's not going to give you any inside information on the Dodgers. He's probably not going to say anything critical about the Padres. I don't know what he gives you on those broadcasts, that whoever, whether it's John Smoltz or whoever's in the booth with the, the game tonight. It just seems like an odd thing to do. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I'd be curious to hear what he – get his opinion on Going back to the relief pitch you're talking about, we'll talk about this on the other side. Yeah. Da- Dave has opened a door – for a whole bunch of potential criticism. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Playoff baseball, Slee. Tonight, Dodger Stadium, Game 1, National League Division Series. 
Got a little uh, Julio game one, which I love going up against uh, Mike Clevenger, who yeah. the Dodgers have clubbed. Who the Dodgers their... always love. <laughs> they, also they do love. love him. But look, there are not too many guys that the Dodgers have not feasted on this season. What was it 14 and five along the way? Run yeah. differential of 60 something? 60, 62. 62. Um, you've said it a few times. It's 100%. Everything, if you said to the Dodgers, paint me a picture, any that picture you, would you want. want. It would look a lot like this. Mm-hmm. It would look I agree. Uh, an opponent that you've beat up up and down, and that you know that you know familiar with. There's great no surprises, point. no, no su- shocks. Nope. Yep. You know how they're going to do it. You know mm-hmm. how to pitch these guys. You know what works, et cetera, et cetera. You're at home. You're rested. You're as healthy as you could possibly be. Um, and I don't think that that does anything other than give them a nice advantage. That that's it. It gives them a nice advantage. The same way the Atlanta Braves have a nice advantage sure. over the Philadelphia Phillies. By the way, Atlanta, that's the picture kicked. you want. You don't. The picture you want is okay. We get Philly, not St. Louis. Cool. I'll take that. Yeah. Oh wait, uh, Dodgers are in the opposite bracket because you won the division, so you don't have to play the Dodgers until the next round. I think that that comes to advantage. Only thing I will say, if you're the Padres, you would. I think if you're the Padres, you would rather face the Dodgers in a five-game set than any more games played, 100%. the Dodgers are going to The win. only thing you'd prefer over a five-game set is a three-game set, and yeah. the only thing you'd prefer over three is let's one play game. once. Yeah, let's play one game. <laughs> let's, this is the equivalent of the Raiders last night going for two with four and a half minutes left in the game. You don't go for two with four. You go for two with two seconds left in the game. If We're you're Boise State it. versus Oklahoma. Perfect. We're going to win the game right now. We're going to lose. I'll live with the result. Yeah. What you don't do is, I'm going to try to win the game now, but you still have four and a half minutes to come back and beat me. And I have to stop you regardless either way. That was crazy talk. Um, So Julio has dominated the Padres this season. Mm-hmm. Dominated. I don't think he's given up more than two runs in any of his starts. And, and even when he hasn't been sharp, he gets out of it. He doesn't give up runs. He gets out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So you're thinking, okay, this is set up really well. Ask me the last time that Atlanta Braves ace Max Freed failed to go five innings in a start this year. 1991. Zero, after Glavin. Zero times. He he went he went five innings or more in every one of his starts this year. Yeah. Today they knocked him out in the fourth inning. Okay, so Dodgers are already up one nothing in this series. So I'm ready to focus on tomorrow's game. I know you are. And I, I, I see you working. And look, I if when we walk in here tomorrow. And the Dodgers are in an 0-1 hole. I'm going to be just out of my mind worried. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Dodgers are going to take care of business because they are a lot better. But but then no, listen, Max Fried. What, what you doing just this- said. What you just said is, you know, if the Dodgers and the Padres had the first game today, and the Atlanta Braves were in the middle, there was a radio show out in Atlanta, ESPN Atlanta, doing a radio show while the Padres and the Dodgers were playing, they would be looking at that game and saying, hey, the game we have tonight, that can happen to us. Like, it's exact same. What you're what you're describing right now is, is, that, is the same thing that the Braves would be saying if the Padres were up 6-1 in this game. Manny Machado has sent Juan Soto a text today saying, hey, yo, see, telling mm-hmm. you, it happens. We did it twice in New York. We can do it again tonight. Machado doesn't have to send Soto a text. <laughs> Soto can send him a text and say, I did it. Yeah. I was a part of one of those. You know, with the Washington Nationals, he was – that's the one See, dude – now you're just being a bad guy. No, that's the one dude I will say. Now you're being a bad guy. Go ahead. And he has not done that well since he's been to San Diego. Had a pretty good series against the Mets. Both of those dudes are not afraid of a moment. Nope. They're not scared of a moment. Nope. 
It's just you're going to have to have pretty much everything working in your favor for that to happen. The Dodge, I see, Emily asked me this this morning. Mm -hmm. Like she said, who who is the most pressure on for the Dodgers? And I I honestly. Individuals? Yeah, I think that's what she was going with. And, And I think the answer is none of them. It's a collective thing because you look around. Freddie Freeman won the World Series last year, full season. He's been an MVP. Freddie Freeman doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. Same thing with Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is a multiple-time World Series champion. Clayton Kershaw is one of the best players ever. Justin Turner is one of the most decorated Dodgers ever. Will Smith is probably the best catcher in baseball. Freaking star. Just all around this thing, right? But the Dodgers collectively have this yeah there's a weight there hey you know you did win 111 games you the only one you did win was a 60 game season it was weird it was played in a neutral side blah 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 julio brought that up and and who that it's not any one you don't look at kershaw's guy he's got to do it no he's done it we're good but collectively there's this you are a lot better than everyone else now go show me when it matters most there's there is pressure in that. there is um they're two seven one they've accomplished too much they're too good the organization has ran too well to get into October baseball and have too many moments where you walk away disappointed. Yeah. It's not supposed to be that way. But that yet you get a Nationals team that got one. Nationals don't win another one for 20 years. Nobody cares. And, pro- and they it's probably okay. won't. Right. And by the way, and that's okay. You know, let me actually, this is a perfect example. How many World Series wins do the San Diego Padres have? Like titles? Yeah. Zero. They have zero. They have zero. Franchise has been around since 1969. They have nothing, okay? They've been in the World Series twice. Last time they were there was 1998. If the Padres- I took the trolley and was drinking Coors Lights on the trolley when I went to those games. It was it was a good day. I was, it's it was a very good funny. Day. We were probably both at the same game. I told you I went to the, the Padres, Astros. Now, this was the Yankees World Series game. Oh, you went to a World Series I game. Did. Yeah, yeah. It was great. And it was one of those, and I had, you know, it's, it's funny to go to a game Do you remember like game one of that of that? You'd series? have to refresh my memory. Padres go up- um, they go up, I want to say, five to nothing. Okay, Tony Gwynn turns on one, hits it. I want to say Greg Vaughn hit one as well. They go up, like right out the gate. couple innings in, they go up five nothing. And then slowly the Dodgers kind of start creeping back. Or I'm sorry, the, the Yankees nice. start creeping back. I want to say it's 5-1. And then at one point I want to say it got it's it's 5-1, bases loaded. It's 5-2 now at this point. Was it Knobloch that hit the grand slam? Somebody hit a slam. Somebody hit a slam. Somebody saying before you know it, you turn around. It's six five Yankees, and then they never turn around. It's it's that. the only World Series games I've ever been to. Um, that and it was weird because I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm not a Padre fan. It was weird being in the building with absolutely no rooting interest whatsoever. So you're kind of just taking it in as the spectacle, and it was a lot of fun. But tonight, obviously not a World Series game. This has a totally different feel because you're emotionally invested as a Dodger fan. You as a Padre fan, it's totally. I'll different. never I'll never forget in that first game. I want to say it was Knobloch on on the on the uh, at the plate, but Mark Langston. Remember Mark Langston? Sure. Throws a two-two pitch right down the middle. I probably watched this nine hundred and eighty times. Right down the middle, they call it a ball. Full count. Next pitch is a grand slam. It's over. Mark Langston, one of the best guys you'll ever meet. I worked mm-hmm. with him at the Angels for a little while. He's absolutely terrific. So here's something that's coming up. The Dodgers do not have a closer. The Dodgers, uh, Kimbrel's not on the roster. Trinan yeah, literally is, don't have a closer. Trinan is going to be deployed very surgically and judiciously. He's not going to be the guy that you go to, you know, four times in a five-game series. It's he's not your guy there. Evan Phillips, they really haven't used in the ninth inning much at all. So they're going to have closer by committee. 
which opens up a really weird lane for Dave Roberts. So follow me here. When do you use Trinan? When do you use Phillips? Is Vezia here? And if you use Evan Phillips in a super high leverage situation in the seventh and you get to the ninth inning and now all of a sudden you've got Yancey Almonte as your guy on the mound and mm. no disrespect to Almonte, but he hasn't pitched in that situation a lot either. When you use your guys, because at least when it was Kenley Jansen or Craig Kimbrell or whoever, he pitches the ninth. He comes in, he pitches the ninth, and then when it wasn't, hey, just Julio, you do it. You take it from here. We're going to sink or swim with you there. Now that decision you make in the fifth inning could affect the decision you can't make in the ninth inning. That It's it's much easier when you have established roles and you don't try to match up along the way because what's the biggest matchup of the game? It could happen in the sixth inning. The, the ninth inning, by the time you get to the ninth inning, you could have a five-run lead. You just don't okay. know when to deploy your best guy. Can I play something out Or even out your best for guy can is I, for the can Dodgers. Can I play something out for you? What if this happened? What if the Dodgers didn't move on in this round or the next round or the World Series because they had issues closing out games? What would you think? What would you think? That they made a huge error at yeah. the trade deadline. Because I, I remember at the trade deadline, yeah. there was you know the conversation no. of, okay, are you sure you're comfortable with Kimbrel? Are you sure you're comfortable with this dude closing out games? I know there was also some, hey, are we going to get this guy back? I, maybe they didn't even expect Trinan was going to be out as long as he is. Whatever the case is, if you lost at any point in these playoffs because you didn't have you didn't have that established closer that some of these other squads did, or you took leads into the eighth inning, but then you had to use Vezia in the seventh because two guys were on, and this is kind of the game right here. We might as well use him right now. That's that's an interesting one because it's been a problem all season. So it wasn't something that just came up in the final um, no. you know six weeks of the season. What what what. what typically happens with this is you have a closer who's pit look let's use kenley jansen as the example mm -hmm. guy that's been with the team a long time been very very good and you get into about the middle of the year and he's not super sharp mm -hmm. and you think and eh, i think we're gonna be okay and maybe he comes back maybe he doesn't but you decided at the time look this guy's given me x amount of years or maybe he's been really good for the first half of the year and then it kind of falls apart kimbrell was never good for the dodgers this year he ne other than a brief let it go frozen moment where he had four or five outings in a row. That By the were way, that good. shows you if we were all like, well, no, keep playing that music. <laughs> <laughs> That's but good. He was never really the guy. He wasn't mm -hmm. the guy in spring training. He wasn't the guy in the early part of the season. He wasn't the guy heading into the trade deadline. He never really discovered it after the trade deadline. This was not complicated. Now, yeah. maybe this is just them thinking Alex Vezia and Chris Martin and uh, you know all of the guys that they're going to run out there, Evan Phillips, that's better than anything we could have gotten on the trade market. We're going to take our chances. Oh, and you know what? They've earned the right to make that decision. Yeah. They, they've earned the right to look at this and say, my guy may not have the name, but he's better than that guy. I'm not trading anybody. I'm going to ride with these guys. They've earned the right for it, but if it if it blows Doesn't up mean in they their got face, right. but it, if it blows up in their face, then what are we going to be spending all off-season talking about if that was the case. All right, there is a new Trav and Slee community on Twitter. Make sure that you sign yourself up for that. You're going to want to be a part of it as well. I'm going to give you my Rams theory, Slee, because okay. I, while it makes a lot of sense, I want you to tell me why it's wrong because I want it to be wrong. That's coming up next. It's Trav and Slee, 710 ESPN. 
These Dodgers win tonight. They go on and they sweep this whole thing. Let's and go Alan can take that ridiculous, disgusting mustard yellow hat off of his head. Go Dodgers. Knock Slee out and make it quick. And Padre quick. Nation. I don't think everybody's ever You guys, said everybody that. got to hear uh, Travis cut a social media video live on the air on a live imaging Tuesday. How'd it do? Not good. Because that's what happens. You're just not great at that stuff. Why was it bad? Well, Slee's was better. Why? He's got more of that personality, that wryness. Okay, and you you were a little fake there, and you're you're giving me a look like I'm hurting your feelings. I if I can't tell you the honest truth after 20 years, then who can? I'm gonna let you guys figure this out. <laughs> I'm just being honest I'm, with you. I'm, I'm wounded, deeply wounded. For years, I've been straight with you and told you, hey man, that segment sucked. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you straight. That sucked. It wasn't great. I don't. I disagree. I liked it. I mean, this isn't a Rotolo read, okay? You don't have to sell the audience on your fandom. Just be normal. Hey, okay, man. Dodgers at five. Let's go. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. That's normal. That was more normal than when you were like, hey, I'm Travis Rogers, and let me give you my I prediction. I didn't say that at all. And you leaned into the camera. Well, Carlo was on the other side of the table. I wanted to make sure we got my good side. No, he wanted it raw, and you didn't give us raw. Yeah, you okay. gave us scripted. Okay. Speaking of scripted, phenomenal. The rat. We're going to get to him this scripted afternoon. Scripted implies there was a script. There was no script. You're really taking this. Yeah, I am. You're taking this sensitive. Huh? I am. I, 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 you've hurt my feelings. It's hard, to, it's hard to hurt my feelings, and you did it. Is Cap really mad at you? I think he's mad at the whole show, not just me. Okay. He's mad at Lindsay, Laura, Shitano, me, the audience, the community of trust, circle of trust, excuse me. Does it get figured out today? Oh, yeah. And I may not get a ride back to the train station. I might just have to stay till 1030. Would it be, by the way, Trav, going to Dodger Stadium tonight, you got to just take your car, right? There is no Ubering to Dodger Stadium then trying to figure out how the hell to get out of there. No, That's I'm not driving. possible. Are you sending a text ripping me right now? Not, no. Oh, okay. I mean, you want to read it? No, I don't. Who's it to? Uh, Brian and Greg. Brian who? Beckner. Oh, yeah. fact. <laughs> and Greg Bergman? Be, no, different Greg. I thought it was oh. going to be Cam and Berg. That's, That's what, exactly I what I thought. And I was about to rip was Brian like, well, Cam. I'd, yeah. I'd love to get in that no. chain. No. <laughs> we can create one if you'd like. <laughs> if, if you want to put that chain together, we can do it. No, I'm driving to the game. Why do you ask? I got to drive too, right? If I take an Uber, that's just an awful idea for Dodger Stadium. I, I don't know where an Uber would pick you up. You have to walk down the I, Uber I think you have to there. literally you have to walk to the Uber. four miles. Yeah, you go to, but here it is a good idea. Okay. You can go to Union Station, park yep. your car, take from the homebound, homebound brew house, our spot that we've done remotes and stuff from, you take the Dodger shuttle. Now, you're going to have to take the hat off in the Dodger shuttle, though. 
Yeah, that's not a good idea. You want to get inside the game. They don't want to find, hey, there's somebody in the back seat back here that's okay. kind of tuned okay, you know, up a little okay. bit. Uh, honest opinion on this. Honest opinion. Do you think there'll be a fair amount of Padre fans sure. who've never seen a playoff game, have never... What's a fair amount? 5%? Sure. No, that's low. There won't be much more 10%? than that. 10%? I'd be really surprised if it were 10%. Dodger fans represent. No, I know they Dodger do. Dodger fans come out. This is the only angle that the Padres have. They get playoff games every single year, so they're kind of probably bored in the first round. I mean, that could happen. Really? That's your, that's your play? It's every single year. The pricing year. of the tickets was Very surprisingly low. low. It was low. But I, I know it's going to be Dodger fans. It's going to be- Well, I know that. I know it would be- 95% Dodger 95%. fans. 95%. Right. I really do think I'll so. find one fan Because the Padres are not field. the Cowboys, right? But the Cowboys oh, no, no, no. rolled that, into SoFi. Listen, there's not, it's the, the not true that. question is, is game three down in San Diego, what percentage of Dodger fans will be there? It could be 50-50, and I wouldn't be surprised, right? Just curious if there's you some SD people bet. coming up. And just to mess with people's heads, and okay. you know that's what I live for. If you like walk in with a Padres hat, right? Mm-hmm. But then you get custom T-shirts made that are like "Throw your sombrero to the sky," or "I love the bulldog," or "She is gone," and people are like, "What's this guy doing?" That would really mess with Dodger fans' heads. Who and is I'm that? A, and wait, I'm wearing a Dodgers hat as I say that. Wait, who is that dude that used to always? It was in baseball. He was always behind the home plate. He's wearing the Marlins gear. Do you remember Mar- what I'm Marlins talking about? Man, Marlins man, and he's yeah. an idiot. Okay. <laughs> But no, no. Well, Travis is not happy with that take. He was at every game that right. had nothing to do with the Marlins. Right. And I, every time I'm watching, I'm like, I can only focus on this guy. I stopped watching <laughs> He's the game. He's wearing that hideous orange Marlins jersey. I think he was a dentist, an yeah. orthodontist, something like that. He apparently was very successful because he would buy the every two game. best seats at every baseball game. But he was just being a jackass with yeah, that Marlins jersey. Yeah, I don't think I'll. I don't think I hate we'll that get. guy. You're really guy. passionate yeah. about Marlins. You know what's funny? I think a lot of people felt the same way. Really? I stopped focusing on the game. Like, why is this guy standing well, up are, in a Phillies Dodgers a, game? Why are you at a, also, a, a World Series game between the Nats and the Astros wearing a Marlins jersey? And you're not just sitting down, just saying, "Hey, I just want to watch some baseball." It was I, the purposeful attention always. I wish Trav would be as this fired up about everything. I mean, wow! Well, was, it, it needs to be something that stupid. That was a huge take. I think we should ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. That was for Beckner. On your I'm wear all Syracuse gear tonight. Just throw everybody off. <laughs> you should just, you should go all in. Get a Gwyn jersey. Go like Dave oh, Winfield. Uh, you know something jacket along the way. Channel. Who's that old man? Oh, Jack McKeon. Trader Jack McKeon. Go Randy the Jones. Randy Jones. Yeah, just lean barbecue into down your in SD. Thing. Do you get any pizzas left over there? The Pizza Hut pizza they brought us today. There, there appear to be boxes there. Because yeah. I was going to try to fight it off, but now I'm hungry. Did you have one? You haven't had I any? Haven't had it. Have your electrolytes kicked in yet? Oh, they have, and they've made me... Uh, this is a different brand. I used Emily's uh, Liquid IV, and I'm very like annoyed at everything right now. <laughs> They're Why? the I'm annoying going the- version of the electrolytes. <laughs> Emily, did you give him angry electrolytes? No, but Liquid IV is good. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I just It's it's hitting me a different way. I'm going through different phases of emotions <laughs> today so far. So. I can tell. All right, don't forget, super crosstalk with Mason and Ireland. I saw John earlier, and... He seemed very, he's like, hey, first, and he kept walking. Uh, was it a proper 20- time to say hello to you? Did he find the, the window where it's okay to address you directly? <laughs> <laughs> That's about 17 minutes from right now. Travis, let's see what continues. Did you like our, um, our peppermint uh, hippo story? What did you think? As a bit, as you guys call me the bit master, yeah. I don't take that name myself. Yeah. I like to do bits. Yeah. I thought the bit was great. 
I thought, thank God for Ireland, he saved the story because you weren't going to give us a lot of those those little sticky parts. Hey, there was I was a strategic game plan. I'm like, John can drive this thing, and it so it took a long a long time when you guys were telling the story to get to the the bit, which was you guys lost seven hundred dollars somehow and didn't know what was happening. No idea what was happening. And I'm not a big strip club guy, but I could hear as the story was going on, like really, they said yes to that. Do you know what my girlfriend told me, which I have not done yet. Other than if you ever go to a strip club again, you're an idiot. Um, she said, like, hey, you should check your credit card because whatever they actually charged you for. You don't say. You don't freaking know <laughs> that they just sat there and said, yeah, cool, 4147 and just went from there. I haven't checked it yet. That's actually a good idea. I probably do that. I also liked the picture where John's got a huge smile <laughs> with you guys with the two girls. The, the picture was pretty great. The pic- I, I was just still stunned. That- I wish there was a camera that was just... Showing everything. It was like an instructional video but, on how to get taken to the hoop. But here's, yeah, the, here's the thing. Yeah. How do you go into that place throwing around, whether you guys said ESPN or not, because mm-hmm. there's there's oh, a was, lot of different takes was, on whether you did ESPN. or not. It was ESPN. It was definitely ESPN. When you go in there and, you, uh, and you're dressed up, mm-hmm. you imply you're ready to spend, and their, their job is to get that money out of your pocket. How did you guys think this was going to we go a different way? We were walking so lightly, like, no, guys, we're just going to take a picture. See, we do radio. We do radio for ESPN. I don't know if you heard like of Like the old Looney company. Tunes cartoon when, like, the sucker would walk into yeah. the room and they'd literally turn into a sucker. That was you in <laughs> Ireland walking in there. That You were the two easiest marks Listen, they'd seen after, all night after long. After the picture, I'm like, okay, so I guess I guess we're done. Mission accomplished, So guess right? what you do? You say, thanks, guys. Have a good night. And yeah, you walk out. Instead... The guy tells John, hey, let me give you guys a tour of the place. A to- by so the way, John, by listen, the way listen. what are you guys looking for? A new house? Who gives a tour? I've never heard of a tour of a strip club. <laughs> I haven't The either. whole thing wait, wait, is listen, just listen, screen. Listen, 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 can I give you a tour Chris, real Chris, quick? Chris. What do you think you're going to see in the tour? So you're me. Okay. Here's John. He's talking to one of the managers. Yeah. I'm talking to one of the young ladies. And here's John. Hey, Slee, they're going to give us a tour. And he gives <laughs> me one of these. To he gives me one of these. I mean, and me, I'm like, That's, well, this is, this is cool. So I wonder, <laughs> what's the rent on this place? Yeah. The level of, or the lack of This is where we keep all the glitter. <laughs> okay. I mean, what did you guys think? I know what you guys thought you were going to see. You didn't get that on the tour, did okay, you? Okay. Okay. You and got then, a table up top. No, and then and then and then you went to the ATM. So after the tour, which was basically go through this hallway and here's our VIP area uh-huh. where there's also uh-huh. uh you know, you can call them uh extra rooms. Yes. When we come back, there was not okay, hey guys, thank you for being here. It was, "All right, fellas, here's your table. I got your drinks coming." So we we just roped in. And then it was like, oh, yeah, then I guess we do sit down. Here's my drink ticket, and then let's just get demolished. <laughs> the answer, the no, is in your option tree. No, it wasn't there. Hey, John, you want to buy us a drink? Let's go. Yeah, no. it wasn't there. Would you like to see the back room? No. Would do you, you like want to, a tour? Would you, would you like to tip me for my time? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. This is, the, this is the word that you need to bring into that environment next time. We were, this is great, guys. We appreciate it. How's, what do you guys do on, do you guys do a buffet in the back, or what's the deal with the food? Even if they do, you still don't want to see the buffet. You want to leave. You don't want to go in in the first place, especially at the price tag that you guys got touched up at. Their pork chops on Wednesday nights to die for. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Can you even imagine? So, gen- to answer your question, to answer no. to answer your question, it was a good bit. Okay. It filled an entire super crosstalk. I was able to make imaging about it throughout the day. Sedano and Cap talked about it. It was a good bit. Your play of teasing it for three hours yeah, was we amazing. Got taken to the hoop. Oh, they were going to lose it. They were going to lose it on the... I tried to get you to tell it every segment. 
Yeah, you were. I, I really were, I wanted you to tell it. You were consistent. Well, it, it was something that would have benefited us, but I guess the T's worked out. And your 700, 600 lighter. Because, oh. well, three no, 300 lighter, because Mason chipped in a couple hundred too. So you guys have basically, you guys got a bargain. You won, you won the whole thing. $400 lesson learned. The best, to say no the best to the advice was somebody on Twitter saying, take whatever money that they're giving you, put it all on red. <laughs> Go back to the It would have been smarter than the scam you guys fell red. for the first time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But, real quick. Yeah. So Lady Slee was just like, okay? Yeah. Really? I told her I'm going to a strip club with John Ireland. For a bit. Did you say for a bit? or just... I just said, this is a long story here, but uh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll explain now, later. Did you text her when you got back from the strip club? No, because it was late. So then she doesn't hear from she you. She has no to... idea until the morning. And then you text her good morning or she texts you? <laughs> I called her. You called her. She could have easily good thought. Good morning. <laughs> How you doing? She could have easily thought, okay, he didn't text me. He could. Did you, till did, four were or five you trying in the morning. to be like funny? Like, hold on, I got to say goodbye. Hey, Skittles, I'll see you next week. First off, her name wasn't Skittles. <laughs> okay. I'll never forget Porsche. <laughs> it, first of all, it would be Porsche, Porsche in the strip joint. Porsche is the car. Porsche is the woman well, dancing in the club. Mercedes was there. Yeah. Acura was there. <laughs> Acura's now, you know, the, no. Infinity not really had the nicest Infinity, maybe. personality. Uh, maybe. You're going to get some upper Midwest plane. You're going to get a Montana, Dakota, Sierra. You're going to get some of that going so, on. So do you want me to call Spices. you Kia Forte? or There's going to be a sugar. There's going to be a cinnamon. They're, 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 it's the playbook 101. Yeah, we're going back. All right, the dump is next. We, we ate up a segment there, didn't we? The dump and Super Crosstalk. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Believe it or not, Al, it was on this day exactly two years ago. Come on. That the Lakers won their uh, 17th NBA championship, the bubble championship, the ballroom championship, however you want to describe it. That feels like a lifetime ago. It was only two years ago. I remember you walking me off the ledge. Remember we were doing some shows in the morning Uh at that time. That's actually kind of where part of what 
you and I doing some stuff together started. And that I remember, was, that's the first time we ever did a show together. I remember saying to you, I'm like, it's three two, bro. It's three two. Like all they got to do is just drive this into game seven. You're like, ow. It took Jimmy Butler to put 40 plus some kind of triple double. He had to play perfect basketball, and they beat the Lakers by four, whatever it was. <laughs> exactly. They'll be fine. Yeah. But it doesn't matter what you said. You walk into that game nervous as hell. Lakers obviously win the championship. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It does feel like it was six seasons ago. What you're talking about is kind of where I am with the Dodgers tonight. Yeah. Which is that I understand that it's unlikely to happen, but it can. Yeah. Jimmy Butler can score 44 points. He can go and Much make- more unlikely in basketball that they're going to get you in a seven-game set than the- it is for in five games – more dangerous in baseball than it is. Yeah, in, no, yeah. Well, the only other thing that I think is comparable to baseball is hockey, where the goalie is kind of the great equalizer, right? If the goalie's playing well, kind of all bets are off because he can just kind of flip a series. That's your equivalent in, of your pitcher. In basketball, the better team wins, what, 75% of the time? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And it's in a playoff series, it's probably even a little bit more than that. In baseball, the better team wins like 60% okay. of the time. I'll say this. Football's a... I know football, it's completely different, but there's a lot of years. It's just the team that was healthiest, that was hottest, that came in. Doesn't matter if they came in in a wild card, they run the table. So it happens. Did we ask Anthony Davis the question at Media Day when we were talking about that that championship was two years ago, but it felt like five minutes and five years ago? Is it just because that whole period and like the history of the world was so weird? Is that what it is? I'll tell you why. That was three seasons ago. As in, Lakers won a championship. After that, after that, the Bucks won a championship. After that, the Warriors won a championship. After that, Lakers are back in media day. We've had three media days since that championship, so that's why it feels so long ago. (laughs) You you are a Breaking Bad fan. Yeah. Were you a fan of El Camino, the movie that uh, chronicled Jesse's escape? Because that came out today, three years ago, 2019. I don't think I was. It doesn't actually even ring a bell. You never saw it. What? I don't think I saw that. Really? No. Bad fan. Emily, yeah. did you? I know Better you're a huge Saul. fan of the series. I <laughs> no, I. So for the thing is, I for me, I, I stayed up until it was released on Netflix. I was so excited for El Camino, and I watched it three times that day. Did it deliver? I, I personally loved it a lot. I thought it. You was watched really... it three times in one day. Yes. I had nothing to do that day. She stayed up. You don't say. <laughs> I had. I was. By I believe myself. you. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> but I thought it was really great because I loved how it all made sense. It was all kind of like I wanted Jesse to to be happy, and I think that it had a really good epilogue. One would say. It was good. I liked it. I. I it was. It was one of those movies that was. You know, sometimes when you do. We're going to do one more, right? Like you have this unbelievable series and you, you're you trying to squeeze a little bit more out of it. It very rarely leaves you like, you know what? I like that. This one did it. It wasn't great, but it wasn't, I wish I hadn't have seen that. It was nostalgic. Yeah. And and you got a guy in, in Pinkman who's a really complex, he's a bad guy, but he's been brutalized. So yeah. you're kind of rooting yeah. for him along the way. You should watch it. I'd be curious to think. Has because, he done much? Has he done? Has he been successful since Breaking Bad? Um, he was in Westworld, so he uh, was in that show uh, last couple seasons. He did another show for Hulu. Um, he's been successful, but they have their their uh, tequila brand that's really oh yeah, that's right. uh, done really well. Saturday Night Live premiered on this day in 1975. So here we, but it's a 22. So you're talking, you're yep. closing in on 50 years of Saturday Night Live. You're kind of indifferent towards it, aren't you? 
Um, Will Ferrell was probably the only era that I was like, let me go out of my way. And Farley was the only, and they were, they crossed, right? So that's probably the only era that I would consistently watch Saturday Night Live. Nothing before, nothing really after. No, none of the Eddie Murphy stuff ever crossed your radar just no, before your time? too early. Yeah. Or too, yeah. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh my gosh. You love Jimmy Fallon. So there there's like these different Fallon was in the it. was in the uh more cowbell, right? More cowbell. Probably yes, right. He, he wouldn't it. stop laughing. Yeah, probably. Well, that's what, what he does. Um it has like <laughs> eras, right? You have the John Belushi who yep. kind of launches it, steals it. Then you then it kind of dips a little bit and then it comes back. It's Eddie Murphy, King Kong. Kind of dips a little bit, and then it comes. It's Will Ferrell, it's, Chris it's Farley. Farley. Yeah, kind of dips a little bit. It comes back. It's Tina Fey. It's Amy Poehler. It's really good again. Kristen Wiig, really good. Bill Hader and Bill Hader's terrific. Um, and where now, is it today? It's in the it's bottom of the curve. Definitely in a rebuilding year. It's in the bottom of the curve. It <laughs> yeah. do, it just does not have that thing where first of all, half the guys that pop up like I don't even know who that is. Like that. That's never a good sign. Would Will Ferrell, Chris Farley, even. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Even Jimmy Fallon, you knew who he was. You knew like his lane in this yeah. whole thing. But now you got a bunch of guys that are just all so over the place. So how long ago was it where you're going through those eras where it was popular? Like where Not people super were long ago, five so, years I mean, ago, ten Kim years Ken, ago. Chris Wig, I'd were say great. five. Yeah. yeah, I'd say five because Hater was amazing. Hey, Hater's just a weirdo, funny, smart. Just he's he's terrific. But it's it it's in a low spot. Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, they, that was about like Maya six Rudolph's years great. ago. Yeah, Maya Rudolph's unbelievable. Philadelphia cream cheese, Al. You can get your pumpkin spice cream cheese on if you'd like to do it that way. Okay, I know this time of the year they're trying to jam pumpkin into everything. I'm, I'm okay with that one. I'm okay with that one. I really? Got, I, yeah, I'm okay without that one. I don't, I don't need that. Do you like it? I don't like anything pumpkin. Pumpkin's yeah. a non-starter for me. If What's it's worse pumpkin, for you, cinnamon or pumpkin? Cinnamon, I, I, I just can't because I got... But like even the smell of it, like cinnamon... You're scarred okay on the cinnamon. Scarred. Cinnamon and hot chicken sandwiches. Scarred. You're like, I'm I've, I'm worried of heights and cinnamon. I just it's don't like, like, well, like pump, pumpkin. I just don't like the flavor. There are two things in the world that I don't really ever eat under any circumstances. Pumpkin, cauliflower. Anything else, I'll give it a shot. You guys doing all these pumpkin themes? Not a chance. No? Taylor, nothing? I'll give you one guess. Come on. No. <laughs> Nobody. man <laughs> is suing Texas Pete after learning that the Texas Pete hot sauce is not actually made in Texas. It's made in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Well, sure. I mean, what was that? It was that whole campaign that this sauce is made in New York City. Remember that? There was a whole yeah, campaign yeah. on that. Do you assume that anything that has a regional brand on its sleeve is actually made in that region how many i'd things- like to think it is really yeah i'd like to think if it's on the so name philadelphia cream cheese is made in philadelphia yeah <laughs> come on now a california burrito that's made in san diego but it's made in phoenix it's like just the, the name of a thing it so applies I the thing i don't know if it's i don't know if it's kfc but i think better the- not have it in indiana the, I think the original, you know, whoever had the original... The Colonel? I think it was before. The Colonel, I think, bought it from Popeyes? somebody else. I want to say it wasn't Kentucky, and everybody's like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> I, I must be in the minority here, because I just simply do not care one way or the other. Um, Blink-182, reuniting after 10 years. There's a San Diego band for you, Slee. They're from down in your neck Blink of the woods. Blink was big, high school. High school, listen to... Taylor, does that make me? Do you look down on people that used to listen to Blink One Eighty Two? No, not at all. No? Emily okay. was asking me if she thought, if I thought you were a fan, I, I wouldn't have pegged you for one. But 
Yeah, back in back in high school. One of the guys, Weezer, Blink One Eighty Two, not the drummer, but one of the other two guys. Forgive me. I, I they used to come on with Rome a lot. I got to know those guys a little bit. One of them is like a UFO. Yeah, Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong is yeah. like a big UFO guy. Like <laughs> really? He's like into it, believes in it, like studies it, has got like government, like insiders that tell him all this thing. And so the front man of Blink-182 is a UFO conspiracy I think theorist. everybody in that era was, you know, they're all red hot chili peppers, kind of had that whole thing lumped together in that early 2000s. Let's do a little super crosstalk. You going to be able to do this? Do what? Look at Sliwa during Supercross this Talk with the Padre so hat. I, I cannot believe you're I wearing a Padre. <laughs> you know, there's a rule in this business. Know your audience. Yeah. Your audience. It's a bad one. Yeah. This, this is, is a bad one. That Nobody is seeing this except here in L.A. and you're wearing that ugly brown and gold hat. <laughs> I'm like not trying to stare into the streaming too. <laughs> yeah. The fact that we are streaming today. Mace, what am I going to do, man? About what? Listen. These guys don't know what it is to be in the playoffs. In in four days, the Dodgers are going to be moving on, playing the Atlanta Braves, maybe Philadelphia. He's, for try, all he's I trying know. to do a little reverse. Oh, yeah. whammy oh is this the reverse? This is the reverse whammy. This is the yeah, reverse okay. whammy. Is it the reverse whammy, or yeah, is it is it the Dodgers dominate the Padres all year? That I'm actually going to attend uh, Game One, and I just want to support my San Diego Padres for three, four days Gutty until this little whole thing pod is over. Squad. <laughs> we love the Pod Squad. You're, you're seeing what? Slam Diego love. <laughs> I'm pointing to the TV in here. Yep. Philly seven, Braves three. Yeah, they blew up Max Fried. Right? Max Fried had gone five innings or more in every start this season until today. Yep. The Braves are at home after a long rest to get right. They are a hundred plus win team. Yep. It's got a plucky little overachieving Philadelphia team coming in. And Philly's putting it on him through six He's innings. trying to make a comp. I'm just saying that weird happen blank well, happens. It is not a 0% chance no. that the Padres win the series. It's not zero. What I is think it? It's, un- it's about a 25. 20, yeah, I'd say 20% 25. chance, 25% chance. That sounds about right. What do you think, Ireland? Higher. Higher? Yeah, it's once you get in the playoffs, How anything high? can happen. How high? 40. That's, a lot, that's are, a lot. That's a lot. I think Dodgers should be favored. Padres probably have a forty percent chance to win. There was some MLB stuff, and I think it was literally like sixty-two to thirty-eight was the percentages. I think that I was telling Al this. I think if the Dodgers win tonight, and especially if they win comfortably, if they win, you know, make us seven to one. Yeah. Okay. Which feels about right with Clevenger sure. and Julio. Sure. Yeah. It feels very realistic. I think if the Dodgers roll tonight, the air comes out of the Padre balloon really quickly. Whatever momentum they had built up in New York coming into this one. Yes. I think if you just get smacked right out of the gate, I think that it's kind of they're kind of dead in the water. But wait point. a minute, if they win Game Two. That's what I'm saying. That's all. And and I keep saying tomorrow's the game because you got your ace. Darvish is out there. Clay Kershaw's out there. If if the Padres found a way to split the series and you go back down to San Diego, still give the Dodgers the advantage. Yeah, you kind of accomplish what you need to. I get the I get the the idea of the Padres feel good about themselves. And if they lost tonight, seven to one, you know what it's going to feel like? It's going to feel like the regular season. It's going to be like this again. Yeah. Yep, it's that's the why I think if they win, that's why I think if they win tonight, it's uh, but game two we, can change everything. Again. But game two can change everything. Yeah, I mean, you Darvish had, has had such marvelous uh, postseason appearances at Dodger <laughs> Stadium, <laughs> just marvelous. You know, can I defend him for a second? And I don't Regarding want to do it tonight. What? He got a 
bad hand in that game against the Astros. He got a bad series. Game se- the whole thing. Was he on short and, and, rest in no, game seven? He pitched really poorly in game yes. seven. He got lit up, and he absolutely did. The level of Astro chicanery will never know for sure. Correct. You, you'll never know exactly what was going on there. That dude is a really good pitcher. Yes, he is. And has been for almost his entire career. Yep. He had a dog of a start in a huge moment. That I feel like he gets tarred with that at an well, unreasonable rate. Game seven, uh, I know. You do get tarred I, with game I, I, seven. I get that, but Shortest it should have never ever gotten there. Wasn't game seven? Actually, no. The two shortest starts of his career, game three, or or would that have been game two? No, three it was in, in, in Houston. Houston. Three in Houston and in seven, seven at home, both an inning and two thirds. His two shortest performances. Well, hopefully of he has another career. one tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, let's hope. Hopefully so. a, an inning to go there. Those gutty little pod squad, those Padres. What do you think, John? What do you think of the uh, Padre hat over there? Well, you're supporting your team. Good for you. Yeah. Hey, I, John. I, by Thank the way, the Mason's cockiness is exactly what could yeah! trip him up. Hubris comes before the fall. So, yes. And so, if the Padres are treating this like Mason is and saying, got any little Padres. Got any little, they're adorable. <laughs> they're adorable, the Padres those will, Padres. The Padres will win. No, they will not. So most people. You think they're going to win the series? No, if, if, they, ta- if they have Mason's attitude, uh, yeah. Well, they, 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 I'm they a fan. My opinion is not going to affect the way the Dodgers approach I don't the think there's anybody on the team that is taking these guys lightly. No, I don't. I don't think just, there's anybody. Just Mason. Just Mason. Right, I'm not on the team. Yeah, I don't think that there's anybody. Oh, we went 14 and five. We outscored these guys by 62 runs. This is going to be. This is the perfect opponent. But, natu- et cetera, et cetera. Hey, but, but naturally, that can happen. I mean, think about not that. when you've been beaten the way the Dodgers have in the postseason over the last 10 years. And not when the but stakes not all those are guys. as high as the stakes are. If they don't get the chip, this season is a disaster. Yeah, it's a disaster. It, it, it's, I mean, I'm not arguing guys, that. I'm not arguing that. Like the Seattle Mariners who won 116. Warriors. Or that was. Warriors uh, lost to the Cavs. Patriots 18 and 0, and then losing the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. there. But I, I, I think where you were going, Dallas, you were saying that a lot of the guys on this team have not been. It's basically just Kershaw that's been here through the whole run. But there's something about the organization and the the weight of the failures in the postseason over the last 10 years that whether you are here or not you can feel it with just like with the lakers or anything else when you go in the the weight of championship expectations even if you've never been there before right. you feel them i think that every dodger fan every dodger player feels the the weight of expectation coming into travis trav has been cautious all show and yesterday yes. as well yes. what i was trying to tell him i'm like i can't why would you be cautious if you're the Dodgers and you had the team you did unless you just taken all the weight from the last 10 years, understanding anyone can beat anybody at any time. You're playing a guy like Juan Soto who had a specific incident at Dodger Stadium against Kershaw, Kershaw yeah. that there are certain guys and there are certain – like you've seen enough examples over the last 8 to 10 years where I would get some reservation, but they should dominate the Padres. We'll see if they do. Have you guys had a chance to they see should. the Redeem team on Netflix yet? I have not seen it. No, I, saw the, saw I, it? Saw, I saw the part with Kobe talking about running through Pau It's Fall. unreal. That's yeah. the one he pointed it's, out. Yeah. So I turned it on last night just kind of to see if it kind of grabbed me. Yep. Ended up watching all two hours. Just it, It's terrific. I, I loved it. But, John, what you're talking about, that scene where – because you go back in time. LeBron's a kid at, at, in 2008, and they're all in awe of Kobe. They're just absolutely in awe 
of, of him when he joins the team, and he tells them as they're getting ready to go play Spain in the preliminary round, not the gold medal game, but the preliminary round, I'm going to run right through blankety-blankety-blank. And they're like, yeah, right. He's your teammate, not a chance. And he goes over there and just nearly knocks his teeth out. Just I mean, goes just right at him. Pows both feet in the air at the same time, lands flat on his back, and everybody's like, oh, blank. He wasn't messing around. It was really fun to just kind of – Get to relive that all over again, see Kobe and do all those things. It was you guys gotta check it out. It's fantastic. You know, I'm a little overdosed on sports documentaries. This year, how many sports documentaries have we watched? All right, so There's just the, the Lakers Jeter alone. The, the Lakers Lake. have two of them, right? Right. Three. Magic. Legacy and Magic. And and the one and the, the fictionalized oh, version the fictionalized of it. Version, right. Yeah. Um, Jeter. Know, stuff like Jeter, Manti Teo. It's oh, like, yeah, I saw that right. one, too. Yeah, I saw yeah, that Teo. one. I mean, I, I'm a little bit overdosed on sports documentaries right now. I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll turn them on and I'll always, always watch the first 10 or 15 minutes to see if it works. But this one is surprised they, I'm surprised the Redeem one caught you. It was, I'm telling you, you, have, you guys remember, the impact that Kobe had on that generation of guys is so much fun to go back and revisit yeah. because they revere him. It was he wasn't just the best player in the league. He was like the guiding light for these guys. They they wouldn't sit near him in meetings. They were they were reluctant to guard him in practice. Everything about it was just <laughs> unreal. He had that uh I always look at the and, and we'll go back and I've seen some clips on Twitter, but he had that you said he's picking up full court when he walks in and all of a sudden just everything changed. Everybody's like, "Oh, no, uh, Kobe's here. I guess we have to unreal. We have to uh, start playing or start trying basketball. You having a dog tonight, Mace? What's that? You having a dog tonight at the game? Nah. No? Not doing it. What's the game not plan? Not doing it. Game plan is... Uh, you doing your cred? You doing nachos. your seat? What are you doing? I'm doing a seat. I'm doing helmet nachos. Uh, I'm doing an earbud, listening to the ESPN broadcast. Okay. I got new earbuds, or ear, AirPods pods last night. Earbuds uh, the uh, The noise-canceling ones, which I totally love. Uh, so I, I will be. Can there. you listen? I've never tried to do that. I've never tried to listen while I'm watching a thing. These in new the ones arena. are really good. I don't hear uh, anything. Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult because uh, it's a delay of yeah. about forty seconds. Oh, no. but in the end, I do end up picking up knowledge from what happened forty seconds ago. So it's kind of worth it because you know a lot of times when you're at a game, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily know the details of what's. going I got to go on back home and read game. everything. Like, I'm with you. Saturday night at uh, the Coliseum in the USC game, there was a uh, a big smack and hit um, in that game. And I immediately thought, all right, great tackle. They threw the flag for targeting. And I, and I tweeted out afterwards, I said, that's a BS call targeting. Oh, did you see the replay? No, I never. I, all I heard yeah, was. Yeah, it was targeting. All I heard was, <laughs> you are an idiot. You don't understand football. Yeah. You don't, and the difference is, I'm at the game. It happened like that. Of course. And I don't even and get a replay. And you're 400 yards away from the, the moment, not a super slow I'm motion, in high def. 109. Here's another. You ready, Slee? You ready for this? Yeah. Seattle's beating Justin Verlander 3 to nothing wow. early in the Astros game. Just saying, weird stuff happens. Wow. You want to break out your gutty little Padres again? You're <laughs> so adorable. Yeah. Those gutty little Padres. Hubris comes We are better than them. Ball. Is there anything the Padres are better at Can than I, we are? Is Can there I, anything the Mariners are better at than the Astros? Is there anything the Phillies are oh, better at than look, the Braves? If you're arguing that baseball weird stuff happens, that's it. Completely. That's the, the, the argument isn't the matchup thing. Yeah. There is no matchup that the Padres are better. The argument is what's happening in Atlanta today, yeah. what's happening in Houston right now. The argument is... None of it really matters when you're only playing five games. 
kind of goes out the window. The other thing that's kind of fascinating is now with Kimbrell off the roster, you wonder, I, I would assume Blake Trinan is there for a reason. I'm guessing he hasn't pitched in a while. He's, He's pitched a, five innings all year. Is he the closer? Not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance because for two reasons. Number one, he hasn't pitched. You yeah, don't, you don't know what you're going to get. Year. And number two, he – I, the, the handful of times he has pitched this year, he has to be shut down for a long period of time. I think you're going to use said him it was a miracle once the first or twice in the out. whole series. Well, I think the question you have to ask is, do you see a scenario where you would ever pitch Kimbrel? No. No. Right. Do he's you see a scenario where you yeah. would ever pitch Trinan? Sure. Maybe. Yeah. So that's why he's there. For, he's he's yeah, there to, to pitch. It. Manny Machado's up to bat. The bases are loaded. Two outs. And the guy that's on the mound's in trouble. That's when you throw deploy that heavy him. slider. Throw him in there. Throw that wipeout slider. See if you can get out of the inning because you're not going to have him go multiple innings. Probably not going to have him pitch in back to back games. You might not even be able to have him pitch twice in three days. The, the, the where, so is the ninth? I guess the ninth inning is just mix and match, right? Which creates or a is whole another Phillips. He hasn't pitched the ninth inning all year, really. I think he's only pitched I, in the ninth inning once though, or twice. I, he's he's been in much tougher situations. Bases loaded, nobody out in the seventh. I but, mean, but to me, that's a lot more difficult than Mason, that's clean probably, bases in the ninth inning. That's probably how they'll use him, right? They'll still use him in that situation where there's two. He'll on. be the fireman. It's the, a when it's the a fire two lead, right and you need him in the seventh. This is the closing situation, even though it's the seventh inning. They'll Do probably you, still use him. In I, I I I've heard you guys talk about this, and I know you disagree with me. The last three outs of a game are very, very different than the first 24. They're they're real, they're really, really different. The pressure, especially in a close game, that getting out of a sticky situation in the sixth inning, Vezia comes in and competes like really crazy. Tough. He's awesome. Evan Phillips, but all those there's, guys. But there's game left if it goes bad. You know in your mind, hey, I we still got another three at-bats, four at-bats to get these runs back if it doesn't happen. In the ninth inning, if I don't get these guys out, we lose, or right. we only get one chance to fix this. It's a totally well, where different. Where do you animal. want your best arm? You want your best arm in the seventh or the eighth inning to work out of those sticky. Gaps. If that's when it comes up, right? If right. that, but if it's a, I mean, let's say it's two to one, right? In the right. seventh inning, sticky situation. It's still two to one in the ninth inning. You're not going to. He's that. Your best guy Correct. is no longer there anymore. Now you got to go with your second best guy, your fourth best guy, whatever it is. And this is where. I think that they've made a mistake in not saying who their guy's going to be. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't really care who it right. is. But as long, but as, let's have, know, as, as, long as, as they know who it is, that's the could important be Canley. Part. It yeah, could, could be Canley. The another one off Verlander. Martin would be a good choice too. Yeah. Canley, do you, do you like John the idea of just kind of we'll figure it out as we go along? It doesn't bother me as much as it sounds like it bothers you. I I don't think you necessarily need a defined closer. For example, when they won the World Series, they brought Urias in, and he pitched the last four innings. I mean, if Mason probably would have brought the closer in because he believes in the closer. I, I, I never understand, and we go back, Mason and I go back and forth in this, I never understand if the guy comes in to pitch the eighth, and, he, and he's pitching great. And he ma makes three outs in a row if he throws six pitches. Mason says, he's out. He's an eighth-inning pitcher. you got to bring in the closer. Why? Brent, leave that guy in. I he think threw you're six completely pitches. putting words in my mouth. I mean, Kenley Jansen got five-out save after five-out save after five-out save. Right. That's never been my my take on no, closers. You're, Kenley Jansen always came in in the eighth, or a lot of times came in in the eighth and rolled over into the no, ninth. No, but my argument, the one you always come back at me at, is if you bring in your setup guy. Right. You go to the closer. 
even if right. the setup guy got all the outs. I, I, I tend to err more towards that for the simple reason these guys are really creatures of habit, and they they shoot all their well, bullets. That's what made, he may have changed his mind. That's what you, Mace, you used but to say. If yeah. I got my setup guy right, let's say it's it's Phillips. Yes, he gets three outs on six pitches. If he's got three outs on six pitches, and I know that that's what he does. He pitches one inning. He throws everything he can into however. Maybe it's six. Maybe it's sixteen. Maybe right. it's twenty-six. Okay, I'm coming at you with one inning with everything I got, and I got my ninth inning guy. My ninth. If defined roles to me are important, it makes no sense to me. Why? Because he just got three guys out on six pitches. But now you're asking him to do something that he never does. Right. I mean, you're, Evan, you're at, difference for to example, me. Evan, it makes a ton of. It, they're not. That's the whole John, point. Can I, can I give you an example? And this happens all the time in the NBA. Dude hits. Four three pointers in the second quarter, and they take him out. Drives me crazy. I get what he's saying: is there's momentum. Let this dude ride the momentum. The the Dodgers are not in a situation, at least this year, where there is an established closer. I would take more of that strategy. But I mean, Evan Phillips, I don't think has thrown two innings all year. In the ninth. In the ninth. No, they've been very reluctant to use him in the ninth. I don't think he's thrown. Two innings at any point. Oh, this back to back season. innings. You're back talking to back about? innings. So all of a I sudden, you remember. ask somebody to do something. You can't that ask not somebody to do to something do they're not used to doing. The other part, going back to Kenley, real quick. The reason that they had to go to Julio is because Kenley was just terrible. Right, but yeah. Julio. But yeah. Going back to what you guys just said, you can't ask him to do something. Urias hadn't done that all year. Never. He had never gone four innings in a save. The reason they left him in is he was getting guys but out. He but he's had a starting gone pitcher. Four innings. Yes, right. He was a That's starting exactly. pitcher. He's a starting pitcher yeah. that you're using at the end of the game, not a relief pitcher who you're asking to pitch multiple innings. Hey, what's can, your game Can plan? you do that with Gonsolin? Gonsolin. Gonsolin hasn't come out of the pen start all year long. and then Heaney. Yeah. Comes they'll, in they'll, and they'll, they'll, by the way, just real quick guys. on this, it's uh, Melzano eighty eight on Twitter. The Mason curse versus the Sliwa San Diego curse. By the end of the week, we will know which force is stronger. Oh, that's true. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you guys the, are both going to be there. Tonight. The immovable object against yes. the irresistible You're force. My uh, curse, we will find curse will continue. Yeah. What's, your, what's your game plan tonight? Um, Just, I'm hanging out here until I head over there. All right, cool. So, yeah, let me... Uh, let me know. All right, we'll, Mace, I'm we'll in the house. We'll connect. Mace, no, I'll, I'll no not there. with that hat. You're not. Uh, I'm yeah. there. No, we're yeah. we're we're on it. We're <laughs> on it. You you are in the hat of the game. You, I'll be you there. got a little Manny you, Machado jersey you, too. I'll be there. No, no, that one I know. You go enjoy your afternoon, Mason yes. and I will get together and we'll we'll figure something I'll out. I have a peaceful there. sweater on. <laughs> Mason in Ireland coming up next. Go Dodgers. We'll see you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.